0: Well, you know, it's been a really long time. In fact, I think it's been over 60 days since the infamous Oscars slap. From Will Smith to Chris Rock. And, uh... Seems like the two players are not talking about it. No. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show by Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
1: Hey. What were you gonna say? Oh, just has been a long time. It's been a I mean, super appropriate that that was playing us back in. Rough. It's Gonna be a
0: long, long. Been a long, long time. And um, I saw this um, I saw this piece in Variety that was written by Andrew Wallenstein, and he basically is talking about the uh the cost to Will Smith for his silence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he starts by pointing out uh and he takes us sort of through a winding road but the first thing he points out is there is a a movie that that is still in production that was slated to be released on apple tv plus later this year in 2022 called emancipation and this was a is a will smith movie that had been rumored for oscar buzz and he says you know there. We're sort of waiting to hear whether or not they're going to push this thing. And it's the rumor is it's going to get pushed into 2023. Wouldn't be shocking. Not even a little bit.
1: I mean, if you were thinking that there was going to be some, you know, buzz... And then uh, it just it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: Right. And so, I mean, the bottom line is that slap is having some uh, a lot of consequences Mm -hmm. on Will Smith's career. And still he is staying silent.
1: So what is so he's is he saying basically that silence is not doing him any favors at this point?
0: He's essentially saying that the silence actually is the message right now Um, that that, you know, maybe this is some sort of a strategy on behalf of his. Um, management that like, and, and, and he sort of speculates the number of different things he might be waiting for. He might be waiting for Chris Rock to speak first. Um, he might be waiting for, you know, there was, he, he even tosses in, and I wasn't here for this when this happened, but the, the last public photographs that we've seen of, of Will Smith were of him getting ready to travel to India, um, at the airport mm-hmm. and, uh, and that, trip to India sources then told People Magazine, which what does that mean?
1: That means that Will Smith sources
0: told People Magazine. To say that he was traveling to India for quote spiritual purposes that included therapy and yoga.
1: Which you which you can do here by the way. I mean you can do it in India as well. And there are multiple places around the globe. Mm -hmm. But it uh you know thanks to I think Holly's connecting the dots
0: La 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 la.
1: Um, perhaps there was more than just you know some yoga and meditation.
0: Well, let's let's sit here for a minute. Let's sit in the uh, India space because because the writer of this says you know if that's the message that sort of sort of implies that he's doing some sort of soul searching and that's why he's taking these trips and that's why he's not talking yet mm-hmm. because he's trying to work through some stuff. But Holly. Do you think that's what's going on when Will Smith goes to India?
2: Well, it wasn't necessarily the first thing I thought when Will Smith was going to India.
0: What was the first thing you thought?
2: I was like, oh, Will Smith is going to India perhaps because he's looking to get financing for some of his projects. Oh. Because there is a tradition of financial relationships between Indian business entities and Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and-, and so maybe perhaps Will Smith. Not in a, you know, in a spot.
1: And saying perhaps that there was a dual purpose to that trip. That it wasn't just the publicity moment. You know, having cameras on you in a place where people aren't going to be probably... As uh, concerned with the biggest headlines. I mean, obviously, you know, the media in India was following that story as well. I'm just saying some distance from Hollywood would not have been a bad idea at that moment. But at the same time, if you're going to be there, perhaps there's a, an actual business reason to be there.
0: Well,
2: and I also say this because uh, Vanity Fair reported that Will Smith was outside of this hotel called the J.W. Marriott. Marriott, excuse me, in Juhu Beach. That isn't. That is like staying in the middle of Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood mm-hmm. and saying that I'm just here. Yeah, meaning for that the
0: sunshine. it for that the doesn't sunshine. feel like a yoga retreat. That
2: doesn't feel like a yoga retreat. Now maybe mm-hmm. that's just where he happened to stay, and it could be or coincidence. Maybe he's doing both. Yeah. Exactly. But right. again,
1: to think that Will Smith is just like. Uh, uh, He is, like, clearly, it's not, and it's not even just Will Smith. There's a whole team around Will Smith that Mm -hmm. is trying to do their best to make him put his best foot forward post-slap.
0: Yeah, especially because the other thing that this article in Variety does is it lays out all of the projects that have been affected by the slap that have been either delayed or outright canceled or put on the back burner, which I love. That's my favorite one, because that doesn't really commit to anything it's just like this is on the back burner and there's one two three four five six six different projects mm-hmm. that he was either signed on to work on or in some some level of progress with that have been affected directly because of the oscars slap and what this writer goes on to to opine mm-hmm. is that you know the longer he decides to not say anything the messaging is either a. he's already said enough, he's already done what he needs to do. So the apology that he issued uh, early on, which really was a pretty mechanical quick apology yeah and then also his uh, departure from the academy, the messaging is well, then he thinks he's done enough. But he's also said this is going to take a long time, which then also sort of like leaves the window open for a very lengthy period. But if he doesn't close the loop, then his silence just says, I'm moving on.
1: So then what's the recommendation or what's the preferred method of dealing with this silence
0: well i mean i think what he's saying is he needs to do something like something needs to happen and it needs to be read as authentic yeah because the if he if he continues to do these sort of like pr responses uh and isn't actually showing his work i mean things are going to continue to suffer um but but this is very much, it seems like this is very much a strategy. And I think he's questioning what is this strategy trying to achieve?
1: Yeah. And I would say it's just like, it's so obvious in that he can't do anything for another project until he's dealt with this. Right. More than he has. And you might like that or not. You might think that's, and I, the reason I say that is because I can just imagine a scene wherein reporters show up, you know, for whatever project he's working on and all they want to talk about is Will Smith. And, mm-hmm. you know, while that's, Uh, you know, unfair up to a certain point. Like I think people's curiosity, it's just what it is. Um, But you can see where that's going to happen. Yeah. Until and unless I'm not saying it's going to go away. If he does like a sit down interview on red table talks or with Oprah or somebody, but it certainly is going to blunt some of that. Like, you know, tsunami of of questions that are going to be thrown his way. And like you can imagine where like the people in the studios don't want to go forward with something where that's going to be the only thing people are talking about. Right? I'm not, Again, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm no. just saying I can see where that would be a caution on the part of uh, those projects. Yeah,
0: because it just is. I mean, when you think about one of the things, one of the recent sort of examples of that is when uh, they did the publicity tour for West Side Story, and Ansel Elgort was in yeah. all kinds of headlines mm-hmm. for all kinds of bad behavior, and he didn't do the press tour, and the the people who he worked with on West Side Story were constantly being asked about him. Yeah. And that's super-duper not fair um, for a number of reasons, and also it takes away from the actual project. Yeah. Um, I would just like to go on record, if he's going to talk to somebody, I would prefer it were Oprah to his to the red table talks.
1: I mean I kind of think I know why you say that, but why do you say that? Well,
0: because the red table talks are of course I mean, do I do I I would love to also hear Jada Pinkett Smith's thoughts because she was central to the story as well. But I, I feel like that's a place where they're gonna be able to control the messaging a lot better. Yeah. And I feel like Oprah's in a better position to show both sides if she can, you know, to also Kind of connect the dots with Chris Rock. If if we are going to do a red table talk, it is simply going to be Will Smith's perspective yeah. and Jada Pinkett. It's a Smith's valuable
1: it's a valuable perspective. But we do it would I think benefit to have a perspective that that inhabits the space of the average the casual viewer. That is us. That yeah. is and that's what Oprah does so well. Is she gets she is very good at sort of putting words to what the general public's perception of things is. Yeah and helps hopefully people dealing with difficult things sort of put words to to that perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But time will tell and I guess time is going to continue to march on because at the time that this was published earlier this month this piece in variety uh, it had been 46 days. Well, it's we're well beyond that now. I mean, yeah. it's you know, it's it's been a while. Yeah, not much and going on. Still not a peep. And
1: I wouldn't imagine you're going to get a lot this summer to be quite honest.
0: Yeah. You're probably right.
1: I mean, summer is just not a time. And unless you it's something you just don't want a lot of eyeballs on.
0: True, which that might be it's a strategy possible.
1: too. But you're just going to be talking about it again this it, fall. It's
0: so true. Don't you know, we all thought that maybe this thing would pass over, but it's not going to. And as soon and, you know, as we start marching toward next year's Oscars, you know it's gonna come up again. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer is going to put his legal expert <laughs> correspondent hat back so on. So many trials. Yeah, because there's a different trial. You know, he's been talking about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, but this time Bradley is going to bring us everything we need to know about the Chrisley trial. After this on my talk 107.1. Did you? Miss- well, not every show is so lucky as to have an in-house legal correspondent, but here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have Bradley Trainer.
1: Yes. And have I got a trial for you. You guys, there's another juicy trial that we are missing out on. And I want to catch you up because it's a humdinger of a trial. And in fact, it's been going on for a week and we have not talked about it. But we did actually talk about the charges that led to this trial all the way back to 2019. We've talked about it.
0: That is our a uh, time travel device. Yeah, okay. And okay. Say who it is.
1: So we're talking about Todd Chrisley and his wife, of course, the suddenly seeking Chrisleys. What's the name of the reality show? I think that's what it's called no, uh, Chrisley Knows, Chrisley Chrisley knows, best. knows best. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Tells you how much we watch the show. <laughs> but I've always been obsessed with Todd Chrisley in that way where you're flipping through channels and you're like, what are the what's what these is this people's person? Story?
0: And what 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 are they?
1: They are money makers. I okay, mean, they have they made just print money. real estate, like foreclose. They made we can go into this, uh-huh. but they just like make money. OK. And they're known for making money and uh, also having lots of opinions about how to raise their family. They ended up on a show, I think, as far back as 2014. But it was before that time, before they even got a reality show that they were accused of. And it has led to. Uh, I think 12 counts against both Todd Chrisley and his wife and a former um, accountant, like financial guy. One of their financial people was also charged. And uh, those trials, again, 12 counts of bank and wire fraud, tax evasion conspiracy. Now, when we talked about these charges, which were revealed back in the fall of 2019, um, they were like, Somebody took us for a ride. We had a really bad business guy doing stuff, and he lied and stole and did all these things. We didn't do nothing. They turned themselves in. I, in fact, I remember the day they turned themselves in. We were like, "What is this all about?" Because mm-hmm. you know, gossip. I, I maybe didn't watch your show, but like, I'm here for this gossip. Mm-hmm. They turned themselves in and plead no guilt, not guilty. And um, well, we just started the trial. I think jury selection was like a couple weeks ago. We are a week into this trial. It's expected to last a few weeks total. And whoo, there is some stuff.
0: Okay, so can I tell you the honest to God truth? Yeah, when you're please. like, this is all about like wire fraud and like tax evasion. I'm like, that, I mean, I don't know. Is there going to be anything sexy revealed here? But apparently there's some stuff.
1: Oh, well, how about Todd Chrisley's former business partner said that they uh, they paid a blackmailer $38,000 to keep their love affair a secret. What?
0: Okay, now oh. I'm in.
1: Yeah, that's what me up. That's what got me to this story. Todd Chrisley's former business partner has testified that they had an intimate relationship
0: for while a year. he was married.
1: Male <gasps> business partner.
0: Oh. Had a, uh, l-
1: uh, a a intimate relationship. So, what's interesting about that is, well, we didn't know that. Well, we we didn't know that heard that Todd Chrisley and his business partner were having affairs. Mm -hmm.
0: The the business was a little different than what we thought.
1: Yeah. And his name is Mark. uh, Mark Braddock, in fact. And he is the person that we have to thank these uh, charges for um, and this trial for because he went to the FBI and said, I have been part of some stuff. It is illegal stuff. And it involved Todd. Chrisley uh, and his wife. I don't know why I keep forgetting his wife's name. Mrs. Chrisley. Christy Chrisley. Christy. I'm Is just kidding. Name? No,
0: I just made that up. Oh, okay. Because I think Christy Chrisley Julie. sounds funny. Okay. Julie
1: Christy. Oh, yeah. Because I kept thinking Julie Christy. It's uh-huh. Julie Chrisley. So okay. Todd and Julie. Uh huh. And so the business partner uh, was like, yeah, we did some stuff and I feel bad about it. And also we had an affair. Okay. And so that led to the charges and Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley Uh are both like that guy's lying and he stole a bunch of money from us. So he's a lying liar who lies. Don't listen to him. However, the, uh, federal, um, prosecutor is like, yeah, well he might've lied, but now he's telling the truth. And a lot of the bad things you did happened after he left. So how do you explain that?
0: Okay. I have another question. What are there like receipts of this, uh, affair that these two had?
1: Like photographic evidence no, or actual like text receipts.
0: messages. Like that's you know a good how question. Sometimes they have that's like good proof. Question. Like yes, we were they sleeping didn't... together, and I have proof.
1: Yeah, and here's his panties. Yeah, no, they did not. He did not pull out Todd Chrisley's panties and throw them on the yes. jury. <laughs> oh my god. Metaphorically, I do no, not he did not do jury. any. Uh, to my knowledge, the article that I read about his testimony focused mostly on um, the financial craziness that he was involved in but i will say it's you know you can understand where somebody would say like this person did me wrong and now they're trying to get back at me because he's jealous yeah like he wants that's i think the argument that todd and julie are trying to make Mm -hmm. but the government's like yeah but there was some like bad stuff happening even after he left right and um we have the proof so what is also interesting about this is they say the behavior continued not only after this business partner left again we're talking about todd chrisley's wife julie they're from chrisley's knows no know best that you know it was that lifestyle which they were you know beg borrowing and stealing yeah that uh, allowed them to get this show and once they got this show it sort of like reached an even newer level and there were some tax issues, so Whoa. this is just a long, drawn-out oh, process.
0: My goodness! And it sounds like it's going to get uh, even more interesting or juicy. Uh, Bradley Trainer, will you stay on the case? Well, of course, thank you. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to spot the CSI. If you want to be the person to do it, 651-641-1071. Hey, we need a contestant on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Traynor. Because we've been doing this thing, spot the CSI. And if you're a person who thinks that you are really good at picking out... Which crazy stupid idiot is actually a crazy stupid idiot? If you are very, very, like a huge fan of this segment, you might be the one who will be able to play this game right. We're doing Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. Well then,
2: I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot.
0: Colleen and Bradley present CSI. he's on the phone and sometimes other places. Like, we'll find out. Yes, okay, so we're getting our uh, contestant all lined up to play Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot, and here's the fun thing. We actually do have something to give away. Oh, cool. If the person gets it right, let's be honest, we're probably still just going to give them the prize because that's what we do because that's who we are. But here's how the game goes. Each of us is going to present a crazy stupid idiot. However, the twist is... Only one of them is a real story. The other two are fully made up out of one of our brains. And so, we will take turns presenting our crazy stupid idiots, and uh do we have a contestant on the line? Yes, we do. Okay, we've got Justin on the line. He's going to play along. Hi, Justin.
1: How are we doing? Good. I, How are I you? I love it
0: when you call Justin cuz that voice just I love it. <laughs>
1: thank you
0: yes it's a thank you okay Justin so you listen to crazy stupid idiots you know what a crazy stupid idiot sounds like right yep okay so you're gonna hang tight you're gonna listen while we each share our crazy stupid idiot and then when we're all done you're gonna tell us which one is the actual real authentic crazy stupid idiot story okay got it okay stay right there all right so who wants to go first
1: I don't care. Why don't you go first, Brad? All right. I will go first. And uh, this is our first crazy, stupid idiot. And this one comes to us from the good state of Montana. Montana. And I'm going to tell you a story about 57-year-old Charles Leonard Grove. He is from Montana, I think. Yes, it is called Glendale, Montana. And he is recovering in a hospital Thursday after mm. something happened while he was trying to do something.
0: Oh, he got something stuck in his butt. Oh my god! Oh, sorry. No, so- there is okay, no. Sorry, it's no. Stupid idiot. I
1: will cancel out. There was no butt damage. <laughs> Well, I mean, he might have gotten something on his butt, but no. Uh, In fact, he (laughs) suffered. I'm going to just give you a little hint. He suffered some minor bruises and burns after trying to do something in a part of his house. Oh, And it's what he was trying to do and how that earned this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. Charles Leonard Grove did something in his house.
0: Bruises and burns. Yep. So I think he exploded something.
1: That's a good guess. Yeah, you're okay. onto something.
0: Okay, I think he exploded his hairspray.
1: No, he did not explode his hairspray. Let me tell you this. Uh, Charles Leonard Grove uh, was trying to get rid of something. Specifically something in his attic.
0: Oh, a oh. bat. Yeah, <sighs> like a cockroach.
1: Cockroach. <laughs> no, not a bat or a cockroach. A little bigger. Oh. A cougar? Oh, a raccoon. <laughs> not, not as big. Yes! Oh, a raccoon, raccoon and not just one raccoon. A
0: whole family. A whole family oh, of raccoons. Yeah, because they always come in a pack. Because I like to
1: call them raccoons. Raccoons. The fancy pronunciation. Yes. Yeah, so he had a whole family of raccoons in his attic and he tried to get rid of them. Only problem was the way he tried to get rid of them.
0: He, he Did he like set off a flare or something?
1: You're, now you're onto something. You're getting very warm almost explosive. I
0: think he was, too. Uh, dynamite? He used dynamite? Not that far oh. down the road. Acme brand? Not that far down <laughs> um, the road. He lit a match and then took
2: the Aquanet hairspray <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No. no,
1: no. Um, So, not dynamite, but definitely something that explodes. Oh, fireworks! Yes! Yes! yes. Ding. Da, 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 so, Charles da, Leonard Grove, 57 of Glendale, uh, has spent the last year, oh. apparently, trying to evict oh a family of raccoons oh. from the top story of his home. I
0: thought you were saying he's been recovering for a year. Year. No, I was no, like, no.
1: Wow. No, apparently they got in, uh, in through space in the eaves of the house. Yeah. Anyway, so he had watched a bunch of YouTube and TikTok videos and decided that he would scare them with fireworks. Oh. The only problem was, excuse me, not, what? Not, fireworks in your own house? No. Didn't
0: work. Anyway,
1: Oof. he uh, has since hired an animal control person. I feel come like out that's the place to start. <laughs> right. That's just a good
0: starting spot.
1: But he's fine. He'll be fine. How's that's his what, house? I mean, it didn't burn. He was okay. able... Oh, I didn't tell you. He was able to put out the fire.
0: Oh, good. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Uh, All right, where are we going next? We're going to Tallahassee, Florida. All right, Tallahassee.
1: From Montana to Tallahassee.
0: And we are going to meet 37-year-old Donald Jacob Foster Jr. Okay, hello. And uh, 37-year-old Donald Jacob Foster Jr. brought his brand new car. It was a Jeep to Tallahassee Dodge Chrysler deep, Jeep. Sorry, not deep. Tallahassee Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, the dealership in Tennessee, in Tallahassee on Tennessee Road to have the brakes looked at. Okay. Because he said they were making a screeching sound while he was braking, right? So he brought it to the dealership. He was like, this is my new car. Fix this. Yeah. Right. That's not crazy.
1: Like that's a normal thing to do. Nothing wrong with that.
0: But what had happened is a person who was servicing the car was like, I know this car. I think this car was on this lot and it was stolen last week. And so he went to his manager and he's like, this guy wants me to check the brakes on this car. And this is the car that was on our lot, right? This is the car. And the manager was like, yeah, that's the car.
1: Oh my God.
0: And so he was like, well, let's review, like, let's, you know, they had the footage from the camera. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, let's check that footage again. Okay. And so they looked at the footage again, and they, they couldn't recognize the face, but they could recognize something else.
1: Oh. His butt? No. I don't know. Uh, His foot?
0: He was wearing a funny... Hat? T-shirt.
1: Oh! oh! It probably was, said something like, I uh, love to steal cars. Were,
0: no. It said, guess what? And then it had an arrow pointing to the back end of a chicken. It's said, guess what, chicken butt. and <laughs> He's the chicken butt? Well, that's Apparently. not, the shirt itself isn't what makes it cr- crazy to okay. me, but it's an right. identifiable. It's identifying it like, yeah. t-shirt. Uh, and he was wearing this t-shirt with a pair of tropical print shorts. And the problem is that that is the exact outfit that Donald Jacob Foster Jr. was wearing when he brought the Jeep in oh, to be serviced. So he was
1: wearing the same outfit? Yeah. Okay, that's a little much.
0: And so they were like, dude,
1: you just brought, brought, the, brought the stolen car back vehicle to back to the for- Exactly. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And was wearing the exact same outfit. And so uh, the what manager called man. the police and uh, they arrived and they arrested Mr. Foster. And where is he? And he's in the clink. Wearing a (laughs) T-shirt that says, says,
1: guess what? Chicken butt.
0: Chicken butt.
2: Oh, imagine if it was like, you know how in the movies, when you become a ghost, you wear the same clothes? Yes.
0: It's whatever your last, your ghost
1: outfit. That's the last sentence
0: of this is, it turns out Donald Jacob Foster Jr. is a ghost. I'm just kidding. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Holly, your turn. Oh, yay. Hey, we're kind of keeping it local. Oh, fun. Uh,
2: Sartell, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right up there curse. by St. Cloud. Oh, yeah. They're near Stearns County, if yeah. not in it. Uh, but we've got to meet a woman. Uh, and she was charged with a number of things. And I'm just going to tell you what they are. Okay. A revoked license, expired registration, drug paraphernalia, and there is also a warrant out for her arrest. Her arrest. Oh my gosh! Okay, so can't drive.
1: That's a lot on yeah. drugs, Yeah. and
0: she's about to be arrested.
2: Yeah. Now, you think if you would have all of that situation about you, you would probably keep a low pro. You would keep a low pro, but unfortunately for this woman, she did not keep a low pro, and she was obtained by Sartell Police. Okay. And I want to tell you. The reason why she was caught is the reason that she is a crazy stupid oh. idiot. Okay, now,
1: so it's the reason yes. she was caught that earned her crazy stupid idiots.
0: Yeah. Was she wearing a t shirt that said, <laughs> guess what? Chicken butt and some tropical shorts? No. Okay, uh, okay so
1: th- was she on like a riding lawnmower?
2: No, not on a riding lawnmower. It's what she was doing. She was participating in an activity.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Um, Does it require a sound effect?
2: Uh, it's not. horny. <laughs> this isn't horny. Although maybe it might make some people hot. Oh, it's not horny, uh, but it might. But make it might some be people. hot.
0: Yeah. Not. She not was horny. taking
1: her pants up and down like woo. <laughs> no. Uh
0: no. She was not- performing a hula dance in an intersection.
2: No. Colleen and Bradley. She was going garage sailing.
1: <laughs> okay, decidedly not horny, but sure, tell me more. But
0: a bargains
2: can make people happy. That's true. That's true. That's people true. do say. love
0: a good bargain.
2: Yeah, so she was out garage sailing mid morning when a police officer recognized this woman and oh. was like, hey. Because
0: he was out garage sailing too. Oh. Uh,
2: yeah, now the officer noticed that the vehicle registration that she was driving was expired. And then also was like, hey, I kind of know you, honey.
1: And then pulled her uh, record up. And boy, did she have a bunch of outstanding stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Don't go garage sailing when you've got a warrant out. Uh, Okay. Justin, Justin, are you still with us?
2: Yeah, I'm still here.
0: Okay. So you've heard all three crazy, stupid, idiot stories. You heard about the family of raccoons, raccoons, raccoons. You've heard about Guess What Chicken Butt Man. And you've heard about the garage-sailing criminal. Which of the three of those stories, Justin, is the real, crazy, stupid idiot?
2: I'm going
0: to go with Guess What Chicken Butt Man. Oh. Uh, oh, whop, Justin. Whop. I'm so sorry. That is not a real crazy, stupid idiot. Now, we will ask you for an option, two because we're going to do this until you get it right so you can win a prize.
1: 50-50.
0: Okay, so is it the raccoons Mm -hmm. in the attic or the garage-sailing criminal?
1: Well, i got to keep it local and go with the garage-sailing criminal, the person in the attic, the criminal. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Justin, the first one you said was the garage-sailing criminal, and that is... Correct. You got that there, is Justin. the real crazy, stupid idiot. Justin, as a result, you are going to win yourself a Team Cobra T-shirt. So if you'll just hold the line, Holly will get all your information. We'll send that off.
1: I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Justin. Thank you, Justin. Great Thanks job. for
0: playing our game today. And when we come back, we are going to play a game ourselves. And that game is called The Throw. Live! Back. Live! After this on my Talk 1071.